Welcome to A Course in Business Miracles. This is Heather Dominic, creator of businessmiracles.com and founder and leader of the highly sensitive entrepreneur movement. Join me today for some genuine practical assistance and a business altering and life changing experience. A business miracle. This is A Course in Business Miracles, episode number 39, what it means to be a highly sensitive entrepreneur, or HSE, part two of two. In this episode, the final episode of this two-part series, I will continue to address the emotional side of being a highly sensitive entrepreneur and the ways you can best manage this aspect of your highly sensitive nature. Most of us were not understood growing up because again, most of the people around us were not highly sensitive. And what that does is that has a direct impact on the third chakra or energy center. So I'm sure most of us in this room understand chakras, but basically there's a line of metaphysical energy centers, right? So your first chakra is at the base of your spine. Your second chakra is in your hip and productive area. Your third chakra is your core center of self right here around the stomach and the primary organs. Your fourth chakra is your heart. Your fifth chakra is your throat and your voice. Your sixth chakra is right between your two eyes, otherwise known as the third eye, your point of intuition. And then your seventh chakra, which hovers right above the head, which is a direct connection to source. So when you experienced at some point being stopped or shunned or shamed for being highly sensitive, most likely because you're highly sensitive, you stored it within your body. And most likely you stored it within your body around the third chakra. Again, because that is your core center of self, that is your identification So without going into TMI, but just out of curiosity, so raise your hand if you've ever or currently experienced digestive issues. Take a look around the room. Right? You have a certain diet that you need to eat, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of that is what's going on with that stored energy right here. Okay? So it's great that you're gluten-free or whatever else, and... It's really valuable to look at what's going on behind this. Now, with work that I've done with Carolyn Mace, and this was had such an impact on me, is the way that she described the lower chakras, that first, second, and third, to the higher chakras, upper chakras, uh, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, is that she said that access to our upper chakras are actually slaves to the wounds of our lower chakras. Now, why is this so valuable for highly sensitives? Well, because we are very comfortable up here in the upper chakras, right? That is where we tend to live. So most of us try to heal the wounds of the lower chakras through the upper chakras. Ironically, our upper chakra power is diminished 
by just continuing to give attention and energy to the upper chakras and not giving attention to the lower chakras. Because these will always be slaves to the wounds of the lower chakras. So if you're like, well, you know, I'm really, I'm, you know, it's all about praying. I, you know, I hear that a lot in terms of like, you know, well, I mean, I know some of you saw it on the forums coming here, you know, people who are trying to get here and they're like, and I'm praying and they put out all these prayers and the team would be on the phone with them, but they weren't moving their feet. They weren't taking action. So we're looking to be balanced, to be in full force. And again, the irony is that as you give attention to those lower chakras, this becomes even more dynamic. So you think you're intuitive now? Hold the phone. So why wouldn't we give attention to the lower chakras? Well, it can be painful. And my theory is that we also know that if we really give attention here, we're going to be super powerful here. And that scares us even more. Because if we were stopped or shunned or shamed in the past for the wee little bit that perhaps we expressed our high sensitive strengths, then what in the world's going to happen when we turn into super highly sensitives. We should all get capes. Like, with an HS on the front. Okay? So, some of the work that we're going to do here over these three days is giving attention to those lower chakras. And again, I say very clearly, you are safe. And that is why you are here. So, my first invitation for you is to connect into a time when you were stopped or shunned or shamed. Now, one time that always stands out particularly for me is my mother passed away when I was 14. And my father pretty much spun into a string of unhealthy relationships. And two of those unhealthy relationships included living together. And so just even one year later, barely a year later in 15, and we're picking up and we're moving to another town and we're moving in with this woman and we're moving in with her children. And I knew it was a bad idea. I was so clear about that. And I was also clear, even though that I was only 14, that this wasn't just a childish, I don't want a new mother, I'm so angry at you for abandoning me. It was like, this is not okay. This is not healthy. This is not okay. And I tried to verbalize that. And I was totally shut down. And I was just told that I was being a child. And I can really peg that as the beginning when I started to shut down my intuition. And I started to stop trusting it myself, and I definitely started to stop sharing it. So, just as evidence all these years later, right? So one, I've learned since then that the woman that my father moved us in with was bipolar and was not being treated. Not good. And... 
friend, my father, and I have come to full forgiveness around it. And he's come to say more than once, you were right. So when is a time that you can remember where you were stopped or you were shunned or you were shamed for being highly sensitive? It might not be as prominent as mine, but just take a moment and just see what comes up. We'll take about three minutes. You and your journal. It's just between you and your journal. A time when you felt stopped, shunned, or shamed for being highly sensitive. Take about one more minute. Stay with whatever's coming up, whatever's showing itself to you. And if nothing's showing itself to you, just I invite you to be curious about that.
And then just start to wrap up if you're still writing. And deep breath in and let it out. So whatever moment or moments somewhere along the line in our story that we got the message that it wasn't okay to necessarily be highly sensitive is when there began a start of a shutdown, like I shared, or also what I'm beginning to call shifting into the HSE shadow side, where the way that you're coded starts to work against you rather than for you. And obviously, since we're here to be successful, highly sensitive entrepreneurs, we want our skills as highly sensitive. We want our abilities to be working for us. So there's three primary ways that your highly sensitive nature can work against you. The first primary way is that you tend to go into overwhelm. And so then you find yourself often in a state of confusion and that feels very uncomfortable. And so you work very hard not to be in a state of overwhelm and confusion. So you spend a lot of your time and energy setting up very protective systems, processes, ways of being. For example, raise your hand if you have a snacky bag with you. Okay, great. I totally get it. I totally get it. It's like, I'm not going to be caught anywhere with food that doesn't work for me, or I'm not going to be hungry at any point, right? And that's just one very tiny example of like the measures that we will take to make sure that we can somehow fit and survive in this world that doesn't really seem to be made for us right? Like sometimes I sort of have this fantasy and I think about like, you know, I I watch people walk out of McDonald's and I'm like, they just look so happy. (laughs) You know, it's like, what would that be like? (laughs) Just live a life of like, you know, burger and fries and a Coke, Big Mac on a really good day, you know? So we go into a, a overprotection, protective measure, and that really results in hiding. That's one way of dealing when our abilities work against us. The other way is that we push ourselves and we overextend ourselves to work really hard to try to be like the other 80%. And that was definitely my default, as I shared earlier. I would push myself, push myself, push myself to achieve. I can remember when I'm working as a high school teacher, my first high school that I worked at was a high school on Long Island. I lived in Greenwich Village in Manhattan, so my commute was an hour and a half each way. 
totally worked against me as an HSE. I'm, well, not even the E part, as in highly sensitive. And part of that included needing to be in Penn Station by 6.30 in the morning with like a gazillion other people. It was crazy. I was just, oh, right? But I pushed through that. And then on the weekends, I would literally, I had a routine for myself where Saturdays I would pretty much stay in bed. I would get up and I would make pancakes for myself like around two o'clock and then I'd get back in bed and either like read or like, you know, watch something on TV. And I wondered why I had no social life, you know, but like I needed to like recuperate, you know, and I just, I was like, what is wrong with me? But I just kept pushing. I just kept pushing. I would get sick a lot, especially when, cause I was a drama teacher. So it would come up to productions and I would get sick either right before, during or right after. Right. But that was the way I did it. I would push, push, push. So I spent a lot of time being overexhausted and overwhelmed and depleted. That is another way. The other way of our HSE abilities working against us is that you vacillate between the two. So either again, you're you're the you're hiding or you're overextending, or you find yourself going back and forth between the two. You push, 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 and then you withdraw. And you push, 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 and then you withdraw. And that is so destructive, especially, well, it's destructive for you as a person. It's destructive for your body. It is definitely destructive for a business. Because one of the things that we really need to be successful in business is to be consistent. So if we have to really extend ourselves for like networking or any other form of marketing, and then we have to pull back, then that impacts our consistency. So one of the first things that we need to get clear about now is we need to understand where are your HSE abilities showing up as shadows and where are they showing up currently as strengths and how are those impacting your business? Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Course in Business Miracles. If you're ready to learn how to use your highly sensitive abilities to support you in being purposeful, profitable, and empowered rather than scattered, poor, and undervalued, take my free self-quiz to find out if you are indeed a highly sensitive entrepreneur. And if you are, along with your quiz results, you'll receive my free HSE success guide, which will teach you how to have your highly sensitive abilities working for you to create the results you desire in your business. Take the quiz and receive your free success guide now at www.hsequiz.com.